Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is Coach James Short, and today we have as a special guest, Lorraine Young. Now, Lorraine has spent some time within the industry. Currently, she's a director at Harrods Property Agents in Blacktown, where she's moving and shaking out in the Blacktown area. She's also been a director in the past of Rain and Horn for a number of years, um, and also as a as a, the Capital Corporation Northwest for for a little while as well. She was principal at LJ Hooker at Kellyville for for a little while there, um, and she's she's a, a mover and shaker within the the, the Blacktown um, and the that inner west era. So really appreciate her time and her expertise of coming on the line today, uh, Lorraine. Welcome. Thank you. Fantastic. So you've, uh, you've, you've spent some time within the industry and uh, you've obviously seen some incredible changes throughout that time. What's, uh, firstly, well, how did you get started and what have been some of those milestones along, along your journey so far? Um, I was originally working as a, as a conveyancer for a legal firm and I was um, approached by a couple of guys. We did this old system subdivision for them and um, after I did all that legal work for them, they said to me, look, they offered me a job. And at the time I was a single parent, so I had three jobs and the real estate job paid quite a bit of money compared to the legal job. So I said, yes, I did, would go. And um, luckily I was quite successful at it because then I was able to get rid of all the other jobs. Fantastic. So that happened, yeah. yeah. That's, that's great. Well done. It's, it's a good realisation where you can have that rather than, you know, running around managing three different, different types of, of work just focusing on, on just the single component. Yes. Um, so, so tell us about Harrods. Tell us about where you're at right now. What, what's happening there? Um, I recently changed over from Rain and Horn because of the, the costs that they wanted to charge me on my property management because we've got a really big property management portfolio and I just didn't think that the cost was warranted. So Harrods have been in Blacktown since um, 1958 when Ron Harrod originally started Harrods and I have known Shane Harrod since um, my early days in Blacktown. And um, when I bought his rent roll at the time, I was with Rain and Horn, so I couldn't really swap over without a problem. I really needed to finish out the franchise agreement. So when it came to an end this time, we sort of said, well, why don't we, why don't you set up Harrods Blacktown and we could just sort of co- coexist. So that's what we've done. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. And so obviously you've, you've been in the industry for a little while. There's obviously been some some ups and downs and so forth. What have been some of those those challenges that you've obviously worked through because where you are today today, but have really shaped you and you've taken some some great lessons from those challenges. What what have they been? Um, one of the challenges is always staff. It's always hard to get good quality staff, and especially with property management. Um, you always have to make sure that they follow the, the legislation and the guidelines and things like that. And one of the big changes in in the real estate industry has been the different legislations, especially with property managers. You know, um, in the old days, you would just collect rent and occasionally go and have a look at the property, whereas now the government expects you to be an expert on the pool and on the building, on balconies, and sort of like, you know, they want us to be responsible for the actual buildings without putting any onuses back on the owners to, you know, do regular maintenance and repairs to their properties. So that's probably been the biggest challenges is all the different legislations um, that you have to be updated with on a continual basis. So true. And this, once again, I think you hit the, the nail on the head. There's so much information out there that you have to be obviously across, but it, it, it presents a, a challenge within itself. Um, yes. 
What about some of the things that you're, you're most proud of? What, what have been some of those wins out there that you, you've achieved over the time? Um, well, last year, the um, Blacktown Ponds Lions Club, I got awarded the Helen Keller Award for Community Services. So Fantastic. That's awesome. That was good. Um, I spent five years um, running the Red Shield Appeal for the Hills District, so that was pretty good. Wow. I had one other real estate awards and things like that, but because you just work hard and it's part of your job, like um, it's not sort of like a great achievement, if you know what I mean. It's just yep. work sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah. It's what you do on a daily basis. It's hard, it's what you do on a daily basis. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And because you're always the principal, like okay, you, you get awards and things like that, but it's really, it's because your staff have helped you achieve these things, you know, by working really hard as well. Yeah. I, and obviously over the years you've had some, you would have had some great mentors. You would have learned a lot from, from different people, maybe within or without the, out of the industry. Who have been some of those people that really have, have shaped you and helped you? Um, with, with the, in the real estate, when I first started out, Chas Tarby was a really big trainer in those days. Um, even though he had, um, I think he had combined real estate in those days, but he, he really started off the training of real estate industries from what I can gather. And he was always a really, really good trainer. Um, and today I still do a lot of things that he taught us to do all those years ago. Um, Steve Grant's been a great mentor to me when I've sort of went to work for Capital Corporation, um, learning how to do retail and commercial and industrial. So, I mean, that was another step um, in my direction so that now we do not only residential, we also do retail, industrial and some commercial as well. So they're probably two um, most mentors that I've had, yes. That's great. That is so good to hear. And and you've mentioned you've mentioned teams and I know that you've got a, a great team around you. What do you think makes up a, a championship team and, and where do you think other businesses fall down on creating these types of teams? I think that you have to reward your staff and praise them for a job well done. We will often go out for dinner, you know, maybe once every three months or breakfast or, you know, have regular interactions. Um, we have drinks after work on Friday um, so that, you know, often we don't have one person who, you know, um, is in charge of anybody else. All our team are experienced people. So it's not, we're not Gestapo. We just expect people to do the right things. And most of the time, you know, you monitor them to make sure that they do them, but you're not sort of on their back all the time. So, and we all work as a team as a result of that. Yeah, that's great. That, that whole, and that, that whole team building is, is, is so important, you know, that, and out, outside of the office, as you said, it's not just the, the day-to-day grind. And, and I thank you goes a, a definitely goes a, a long way as well. Um, Absolutely. You, you've been running the, 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 the show for quite some time now. What are the sort of the leadership capabilities that you find uh, really work within an organisation? And where do you think other, other leaders fall down on these areas? Um, I can't really comment on other leaders um, if they fall down on other areas, but I always try to lead by example, right? I know everything about my business. I know how to answer the phone, put things on the computer. I know how to do absolutely everything. And I think that often leaders don't know enough about their business or what happens in the day-to-day grind. And especially in real estate with property management, it is really difficult because these days you have um, people want instant service, people want to complain about things constantly. There's lots of issues all the time. And 
Previously, I think a lot of property managers were just left to sort it out because they're always looked down upon by the salespeople, like, you know, you're just managing that property. Whereas these days, because of the legislation, like, they're really very important people because they're managing part of your rent roll, which um, adds value to your business. Mm. So, you know, you need to be able to always have a line of communication open with them. Like we always have regular meetings on Mondays, go through files. If there's any a problem file that somebody can't handle, we know we have a meeting so that everybody can talk about what you should and shouldn't do and different things like that so that you can get some sort of results so that person doesn't feel like they have to carry the load themselves. Yeah, really any problem can be solved because everyone's got obviously different levels and they've, they've had different experiences. But when you actually communicate it, there's so many great ideas around the table. It's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And also, too, I think sometimes um, um, if you have a landlord and you can have a, um, a personality clash with, then we will always hand it over to somebody else because some landlords can be really, really um, diligent and really detailed, whereas other people aren't. So, you know, you need to put the diligent people with the, you know, the landlord that expects everything to be done X, Y, Z sort of thing. And maybe somebody who's not as strong in that field can handle all the other people that aren't as diligent as that person. So, so true. Well said. Yeah, definitely so true. Um, so if there was three pieces of advice for those looking to, to, to grow their own business, what would those three pieces of advice be? Um, trust your own judgment. <laughs> I just... Yep. You need to back yourself and gut instinct is really important. That's what I always think. You always have to go with your gut because every time you don't, it doesn't work out. Um, and Love that one. I think is really important too because when you first start off in real estate, you need to have at least four to six months worth of cash flow because by the time you make the sale, you know, it can take you six to eight weeks before you get the money in. Well, you know, it might take you three months to get the listing and to sort of get the sale happening. So cash flow is really important. And also to know your location, know what things have been selling in that area. Um, is it an area where people want to live? So location is very important. And to know the market and the clientele in that location before you decide to open up. Yeah. Fantastic. So what's what's in the uh, coming up in the future for yourself and, and how can the audience you know, find more about what you're up to. Okay, well, I'm 64 this year. So within the next three years, I want to be totally debt-free. Um, that, that, that's my aim because then my life can be a lot easier. But we have a website, www.harridsre.com.au, and we've got a spill about each of us on that particular website. Wonderful. So go and check it out, harridsre.com.au. Oh, yes. Yep. Wonderful. Uh, Lorraine, really appreciate, um, really appreciate you coming on, on the show and, and sharing your wisdom because this is, there's so much great information that you've shared. And I think there's some, some great golden nuggets that people can really take on board and, and start to implement within their own business. So really appreciate it. Thank you very much.